trinket. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything in the Binding of Isaac. I'm going to have to, but that's going to be rough on the edit. Uh, <laughs> I'm William Hughes and I'm joined, as always, by uh, the Pancake Man, Gary Butterfield. Welcome to the Pancake Land. I am the Pancake Man. I just need, Gary, I can't nut unless I get about four more uh, verses of that. Pancakes do what pancakes can because they're in the pancake land eating syrup and butter too and having some slimy goo. All the slime inside the world makes this go down the throat. World, world, it's time for Pancake Land with your host, the Pancake Man. Yeah, John John Ronald Rule, great to talk to you, Mr. Tolkien. Love the book, love all the little people. I have a couple notes on stuff we could maybe cut. Yes, what, what notes are those? Oh, you're, I forgot that you decided to be an old American man. I'm very old. Yeah, and a very American. There we go. There's the British coming. It's just... You know, I know you love your little songs and your, your little fantastical characters. Can we cut the pancake, man? He's giving me bad nightmares. Music is the language of my soul. I won't <laughs> cut song one. Okay, I'm just going to tell you I won't do that and then do it. I'm going to Mel Brooks you. Uh, who's that? Oh, I... Gary? Yes? Do you really know? Oh, hey, think... hey, hey, Will. Hey, J.R. Token. Hey, J.R. Token's agent. No, Gary, we're, 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 we're getting real for a second. Do you think... I think... I think by the time of his death, J.R.R. Tolkien would have been familiar with Mel Brooks. I, can I confess something to you? Sure. Uh, I literally have no idea when J.R.R. Tolkien lived. <laughs> like if you told me it was like 1600 to 1680, I'd probably believe you. <laughs> <laughs> just, just writing down elven runes on his papyrus. Yeah, I predicted World War One. No, he fought in World War One when he was like, <laughs> Gary. We got to get you watching uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, well, that's going to be a hard move. The only TV your, show yeah. where J.R.R. Tolkien is a character. I, I like J.R.R. Tolkien being a character, especially my version of him. Gary, can I give you a spoiler for uh, the one of the wildest things that show ever did? Yeah, please. Uh, so in like the third season, I think, which is when it turns into like a full on fucking comedy, uh, they have the, the antagonist is this like big, scary CGI demon, but he's voiced by John Noble. Do you know who John Noble is? Uh, not by the name, but if you told me some of his other work, I'm uh, he's one of the, he's the old guy from fringe. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think what, I mean, the, the, the relevant thing is that he's in, uh, Lord of the, he's Denethor in, uh, Lord of the Rings, the steward of Gondor. Okay. Yeah. What's a Denethor? Uh, for pooping yeah uh anyway uh, so the, the the demon is voiced by john noble and at some point someone in the movie or in the show watches lord of the rings and like boy this guy sure sounds like uh the demon we're fighting uh mm. so then they go to the set of the lord of the rings and rec- and get john noble to record a bunch of lines of the demon like telling his followers to stand down it's pretty cute it's pretty cute gary it's a pretty cute pretty show cute. That, that kind of thing is very in right now. Gary, we the, love the meta. The Matrix seems like it's going to be all that. It does seem like there's going to be a lot of that. Uh, yeah. That clip they showed at the Game Awards. Mm, where gamers, the gamers of the world come out to shine. 
I, I had a joke. I, I I didn't make it on Twitter because I don't want to make a mean joke about someone's kid. But Joseph Ferris, you know the it takes mm-hmm. two guy, oh, post, yeah. posted a picture with his kid, and I said th- I thought about saying it would be very funny if that kid's name was Oscar, <laughs> given his famous repeated ins- insistence, "Fuck Oscars." Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Game I of the year. It takes kid, two. Uh, yeah, it's a is a good good video game. Okay. It's not game of the year. It's fun. It is fun to platform with a friend. See, it uh, seems like you just play humans fall flat. Uh, see, that's that's more that's that's the that's the guppy option. Okay, it takes it takes two is not about interfering with each other in any way. Gary, I I, I feel like you play it. I, you play human fall flat. I play it as a beautiful celebration of cooperation, and only occasionally uh, trying to drive a steam shovel over your friend. I think I think that the difference is you accidentally interfere with each other a lot and human fall flat that's true has been yeah uh the it takes two is just a, a 3d platformer designed for co-op it's a good one yeah but it's, it's yeah the story is preposterous and offensive um it of course me. we're talking about silver dollar we sure today. are talking about silver dollar gary because the pancakes it all came it all came back the pancakes and apparently this was a coin that they used to make but i haven't seen one in quite a while yeah is this one of them sacagawea dollars it's very similar. You can go to the bank and exchange them for dollars. I, I, boy, I wish we brought back the Sacagawea dollar. You, you like the coin dollar? It, it had a nice heft to it. The heft actually bothered me as somebody who, uh, whose weight fluctuates wildly within a 10 pound range. Yeah. And who wants to keep his pants up. So if I had a lot of cash, I, I like they're heavy mm-hmm. and I would have like, oh, I have like 13 Sacagawea dollars and my pants would start tilting. I, I just feel like we should be able to kill each other with our money. Mm. Well, I think that a uh, little something like the U.S. government might have a word with you about <laughs> oh, that. Oh, popular satirist Gary Butterfield. Yeah, those clowns in the U.S. government, they kill with money. Gary, when are you uh, going to do your Mark Russell-style show? Uh, you know, as soon as I look, Google who that is. Oh, uh, oh, you know him. He's the, the – you would see him on PBS all the time sitting at a piano – Colored like the American flag. Oh, he's one of the Mo- Washington Monugents. Well, I, he's things. separate from that, but. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's not in the Capitol steps, but the same kind of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you probably know him best from Phil Hartman doing a very mean impression of him on news radio for an episode. <laughs> uh, Yankee Doodle went to Washington, wants to spend your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> And called it tort reform. Uh, um, so silver dollar. This uh, reminder: these are trinkets. So, you know, nothing, nothing not exciting. Th- this is one of a thousand trinkets that I can't tell the difference between. That's like has something to do with luck when you pick it up. Yeah, this and, one's um, yeah. Uh, like we got a, a nice one-two punch with uh, this this yes. episode. Of the next one, and th- and then one of my favorite trinkets after that that like I get confused with this one all the time. I pick this up thinking it's the third trinket we're talking about. Yeah, a lot of these like the the iconography doesn't really map very well to what they do. Which what this does mm-hmm. is uh, you this causes shops to spawn in mm-hmm. uh, the womb, which is potentially a very powerful effect. We talked about a thousand times about how money loses value. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why you know you might run into a beggar, but it's it's there's not a whole lot you can do with money. Uh, this makes a big difference. If you ever picked it up, knew you had it, 
you know, happen to chance upon it. Like the, if the universe conspired to have you get this and have money and be in the womb and notice it, like yeah. not just beeline towards the boss, mm-hmm. it could potentially make a really big difference. Yeah. Two new shops, uh, like bare minimum, you're probably getting at least one more spirit heart out of that, which you probably need quite badly yep. at this point. Yep. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just like, I don't look at silver dollar and think, oh, that means I'll be able to get a shop in the womb. I also don't look at the phrase feels lucky. And no, either. It, no, it gives very bad. It, it's very poorly uh, messaged. I think but just because they had to figure out something to say, because this is a fucking delirium unlock. Yeah. This is a shitty delirium unlock, too. Like, like bloody stores or something like that. Yeah. Bloody stores. Yeah. The blood store. Hellraiser 6. Oh, man. Someone someone done did that uh, Sudoku puzzle. Yep. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. The, the, uh, the lament configuration always looks easy to me. So you're a weird um, man, you're I, a weird not, braggy man. It's not, I, I, I like little puzzle boxes uh, and the hard ones. Like you just can't like, this doesn't do anything. This is just a dumb object, but the lament configuration, you just kind of like push the things and it just starts working. Yeah. Cause it wants you yeah. to. Yeah. Well, no, I know. And that little girl solves in the second one. She can't be that smart. She's tiny. And she looks like Brad Pitt in uh, interview the vampire. Rest in peace. And rice rest in peace. And rice rest in peace. Gary's need to shoehorn other content. He's done to duck yep. for duck feed into this show. What's what's next? Uh, Alice quinoa. I'm on the call. I'm still on the call. I don't want you to worry. No, no, I know. I, I'm not worried. I can hear it because I'm, of white noise. I'm not worried. Yeah, <laughs> I just said yeah, Alice Quinoa. I'm I'm riding high. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm. This is this is this is. I'm gonna twice layer this to the bank. Yeah, uh, Gary, if and people get some en- silver dollars. <laughs> oh man, king of fucking segways, Gary. If people enjoy <laughs> yeah. this show, what should they do? Uh, well, you should pay your segway taxes at Patreon.com/slash/DuckFeedTV. My mm-hmm. my segway subjects, um, and then you should also leave us ratings reviews on Apple Podcast or Podcast Addict. Yeah, uh, like this one left on Podcast Addict by Max Bombast. Four stars, but I listen but at 1.25x speed, <laughs> which is a five-star review. That's very cute. Oh, I get it, because it's four stars. Four times yeah. 1.25 is five stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Math the, the faster the podcast, the more stars. Uh, if you are listening to this on the early feed, uh, then you are good Good for you, because Duckstream is still ahead of you, and the terrible things that happen at Duckstream have not mm-hmm. entered your life yet. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hoot. Um, this is you going, should this, certainly watch it. Yeah, I want to be very clear. You should watch that early because one of the first things we're doing is going to be, I think, the most humiliating thing I've ever done on camera in my life. It's it's gonna be up there. Uh, yeah, I got I I went challenge shopping. Okay, good. Well, no, have, no spoilers for all, them. No spoilers for any oh, of these. Cer- certainly, no spoilers for anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna tell anybody anything. I just want to let you know that they're all dialed. Great. And good. I'm pretty happy with them. Great. So, yeah, I stole some of them, of course, you know, but it's uh, not not some of the supplies. <laughs> okay, 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 yeah. <laughs> of course, I just wanted to get that little Look, if this doesn't out. make sense a couple years from now, just go Google the transcript of the poisoning of Brayton Cameron, uh, and <laughs> the trial will have all the news. details. Yep. <laughs> uh, Aldia. Aldia.